always rushing around from one thing to the next? And do you already miss the freedom you had with your time during lockdown? Well, if you've answered yes to these questions, this podcast is definitely for you as we look at how we can bring some calmness to your day this summer. My name's Kimberly and I help early educators feeling stressed and overworked by providing training, guidance and resources to embrace the Scandinavian way of living well so they feel calmer, balanced and inspired to be the best version of themselves. Hi, happy Friday to you all. I hope that you've all had a really good week and you've been enjoying the gorgeous weather that we've been having here in the UK. We've had some lovely sunny days up here in Yorkshire and it's just been so nice to spend some time outdoors. Now, in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking to you all about balancing your time. And for those of you that are studying on my Hugo in the Early Years accreditation, you'll already know that the Danes are brilliant at being calm and slow and not rushing around and not overscheduling what they do. So let's try and learn a little bit from them and let's embrace it in our day. I know one of my members, Rachel, she found that when she started to rebalance her time as a child mind, it made such a difference to not only her personal life, but also her professional life as well. So prior to Rachel starting on the Hugo in the Early Years accreditation, she was working as a childminder, very experienced childminder, but she said she kind of felt like she was stuck in a rut. She was doing the same things over and over again. And she was actually waiting to have her hip replacement done. So she was in quite a lot of pain with that, but just trying to work through it. Um, She couldn't really sort of manage her time effectively. So even when she was having time off, she was still doing lots of childminding jobs and trying to catch up with things as well as juggling family life. But I think through studying on the Hugo accreditation and taking that inspiration from the Danes, she realized for one, that she didn't have to say yes to everything she was asked to do. Um, So she did a lot of voluntary work and she decided to actually cut down on the amount of giving she was doing because giving so much was taking some from her. So she didn't have as much to give back. So she still volunteers, but not quite as much now. And she also builds in some well-being time into her day. So she's planning um, in her day to do things like a daily walk with her daughter and her grandchildren. She uh, plans to do things like yoga as well each day. And she involves the children in this as well. So she's sort of um, covering two aspects of this in one, really. She's helping the children to become calmer while also working on her own well-being. And she, as I said, she started saying no to things. She started saying that she can't do things that don't light her up or that steal her time. So she does feel better and she's doing things that help her unwind now. And she said it's had such an impact on her. So now she's feeling like she has the time to notice, say, the frost and the patterns it makes on a winter's morning. What I love as well is that she said she's got time to laugh now and have lots of fun. And isn't that so important? So good for our well-being. So I thought we could just talk about three lessons that we can learn here about balancing our time. So lesson number one is plan to do things in your day that help 
help you unwind. So whether it's a little bit of yoga, meditation, walking the woods, lunch in the garden, try and build things into your day that you're going to look forward to. Um, you know, maybe it's waking up slowly and having breakfast with your family, taking your time over breakfast, chatting about your day, lighting a candle even. I love having pastel colored candles in the spring and summer. I think it just brings a lovely element to the home. Um, and just feeling like you can enjoy these moments and not be rushed. There's a really big belief here that how we start our day sets us up for the rest of the day. So sip your coffee slowly, open those windows and let the breeze in. You might also decide that you're going to do a morning walk, get into nature, try and visit a place of water. Often dames will enjoy a morning swim outdoors. And this happens all year round as well. Perhaps you could just dip your toes in. <laughs> in 2016 in Copenhagen, bikes actually outnumbered the amount of cars. So it might be that you think, do you know what? I'm going to start my day with a half an hour bike ride. Or I'm going to try and use my bike to get to work if I can. Or maybe plan a, a family bike ride at the weekend. Um, the Danes also love going to the seaside and having a trip there and going on a hunt for shells and sea glass and taking that time to make memories on the beach, perhaps flying a kite or building a sandcastle or paddling in the sea. The Danes just love a good beach picnic as well with waffles and fruit and jam and cream. I guess it's their equivalent of an afternoon tea that we might have here in the UK. Um, and then maybe think about your evenings. So how can you bring in a little bit of joy to your evening? Could you maybe have your dinner outside? Um, could you light a fire and enjoy just watching the darkness come in and toasting marshmallows and watching the flames dance away? You might even do a little bit of stargazing as well. I know when we were in Scandinavia, we loved coming together with our friends out there to tell stories around the fire pit. Uh, some of those were ghost stories as well, um, which did scare us a little bit, but um, it was really good fun. And actually, I feel like we've lost the art of storytelling, so we need to try and keep this alive. So there are a few ways that you can try and build in some well-being time into your day and into your week. So the second lesson that we can look at is don't forget to laugh. <laughs> the laughter is so good for us, so many health benefits. It actually decreases the stress hormones in our body, such as cortisol and adrenaline. And this actually helps to prevent different illnesses as well, because we're building and strengthening our immune system in turn. We also know that when we laugh, we're releasing hormones and chemicals that have a positive effect on our mental health when we're releasing chemicals like endorphins, which are the feel-good hormones. And what I love when I was thinking about laughter, um, I came across this um, piece of information that one minute of laughter actually burns the same number of calories as six to 10 minutes on the treadmill. Now, I don't know about you, but I know which I would rather do. <laughs> so how can we build some laughter into our day? Well, I think naturally with the job that we're doing, working with young children, there are always moments where we can laugh together. I think back to some of the times when we were baking um, and when we accidentally put salt in our cupcakes instead of sugar and yeah, tasting those and just having a good giggle about what went wrong. Um, so yeah, I think it's about 
slowing down and embracing those moments and making time to laugh with our children. And then in your day, try and watch a comedy or have some YouTube clips of your favorite comedian, or perhaps you've got a funny sitcom that you love listening to and watching. For me, I always go back to Friends. I could watch it over and over again. It always tickles me. Um, and then lastly, in this lesson, how about trying to smile more? So I know it's not exactly laughter, but it links in really well here. Um, so if you're doing a morning or evening meditation, as part of the body scan that you're doing, just make your mouth smile, relax those muscles, and just focus on how good it feels to smile and how it warms you up inside. Okay, so, so far, in terms of balancing your time, we've had a little bit of a think about building in some well-being time into your day, trying to laugh more, and then my la last session here is about planning your time so it allows for more freedom. So as I mentioned in the story at the beginning, my lovely member, Rachel, she started to say no to things. Um, things that didn't light her up, things that actually drained her of her positivity and her energy. So perhaps if you're a childminder and you can, maybe try and take on slightly less children than your full capacity. Um, so you're not stretching yourself so thinly. Perhaps try and take a morning off a week if you can, or even a full day. So it's giving your body that chance to catch up. Um, and then look at the time you spend serving and helping others. And actually, is it draining you? Maybe do an audit of your week and think about what you've done in that week. Is there a phone call that you have to take once a week to somebody who isn't really a friend because all they do is drain your energy and they never really offer anything back. You spend a whole hour a week on the phone just listening to them and their problems, but you never really get anything in return or even just a, an ear to listen. Um, so yeah, have a think about that and think about some changes that you can make. Okay, so a little bit of a roundup. We want you to enjoy your days more by getting more balance. So what can we do? We can add some more well-being time into our days. We can learn how to laugh more and we can start saying no, which allows us more freedom. Okay, well, I would love to know if you try any of these things. So do share them with me over on Instagram. You can use the hashtag who got in the early years and I will take a look and I will comment. Thank you.